podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Fatback 4 for this Sunday night. Uh, Liverpool 3, Cardiff 1 in the FA Cup fourth round earlier at Anfield. And we're going to have a big chat about that game. We're going to look ahead to Thursday's game against Leicester. And um, we're going to have a little chat about the AFCON to kick off, I'd say. With me is Kev, Keith and Davo this weekend. This show is brought to you by a new sponsor called Betmate. And Betmate are... It's a brilliant concept, to be perfectly honest. It's a brilliant concept. It's UK-based only. I'm going to say that now before we go any further. And I have 5,000 people in Ireland going, why can't I get this? It's UK-based only for the moment. So we're definitely going to speak about it about halfway through the show. Stay tuned for it because it's, abs- it's a brilliant concept and it's a great way to get involved in fantasy football. Really, really enjoyable. Failacon as well is our charity sponsor. Um, link in the description to see all their details and their donate page if you're if you're thinking about doing a super chat now on this don't take it click the link head out of the show for a minute click the link donate and come back in all right please like please subscribe please share and of course try your comments in there and we read as many as we can tonight so there's loads and loads to get through so if keith says fucking once tonight just quickly can i say i'll boast right um so uh kev keith and davo liverpool three cardiff one uh liverpool going to the fifth round of the fa cup where they will face norwich at home um keith i'll come to you first um just your initial thoughts because it feels like forever since we played football yeah, um, I suppose when you think about it, I was only talking about this with me, my wife earlier. She was asking, will the two lads be back in time for Leicester? And she's like, so do you only miss two league games? But it feels, you know, it's been so long with the break and cup games and things like that, that even getting the game today back, it was just, it was good, you know, because there's a feel good factor about the club now with, Luis Diaz signing with Harvey Elliott coming back, you know, with Thiago back from EF back from um, injury and things like that. It was, there was a good vibe around. Now, obviously, we'll talk about the match and how the match goes on, but I think everyone was excited for Liverpool to be back. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't just the trudge, the, the sort of, oh, 12 o'clock kickoff, fucking cup game. You know what I mean? I think there was a bit of excitement for for um, the lads that were coming back in there. And, yeah, initial thoughts, saw the team stronger than I expected. Um we sort of tried to predict that last week what it would be like and we got some right, we got some wrong, but yeah, it was a, it was a good team. It was showing the, the strength that is there at the moment when you see the bench and when you see players still to come back. It was it was good. Yeah, Kev, <clears throat> you know, we've had a couple of weeks off. We still have two players away, um, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but and we will get on to that, I promise, the AFCON now in a couple of minutes, but just the initial thoughts on the match before we move into it our, itself. Yeah, same as Keith. That two weeks was an awful long two weeks because there was no football. Mm-hmm. Bar the Afcon, there was nothing. You know, it was normally the lads you'd have European, you know, you'd have qualifiers. They'd be active, they'd be playing, but 
this time it was two weeks of virtually nothing. And I couldn't wait. I woke up this morning at nine o'clock and I started clock watching. You know, right, the team sheet should be out now. Has anyone got any early news? What's going on? Uh, I was like I was like a big kid up until kickoff, you know what I mean? I just couldn't wait to couldn't wait for it to start. Davo, um you're usually behind the sofa for all Liverpool games. <laughs> um, the sofa got a rest for two weeks. But um, yeah. we're delighted the football was back. I know it's the FA Cup. I know it's not our main priority this season. But it was probably the perfect game to come back to with the players we we're looking to bring back in. A new signing. And a bit of a trial run for when we go up against Leicester on Torsi. A chance to kind of, you know, blow the cobwebs away. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I think, listen, I think... Breaks tend, don't tend to do this. Jurgen Klopp's team's great, you know what I mean? I think they work on rhythm. I was happy enough to see the Leeds game slotted in there four days before the cup final. Keeps keep team just keeps keeps them ticking over. So uh, yeah, it was a trial run. I wouldn't have really fancied it being Leicester straight away back after far. We ran to get a cup game in. Like you said, I'm, I'm no huge fan of the FA Cup now at all. Um, but yeah, nice to get a win. Nice to get in the next round and nice to see the boys back. Yeah, it really was. Um, we're going to go into the game in a bit more detail in a minute, but um, Senegal have been crowned um, African Cup of Nations champions after a penalty shootout win over Egypt. Um, Sadio Mane misses a penalty early on. Um, the game stays nil all right till the death. It goes to penalty, and Sadio Mane scores the winning penalty to give Senegal the first ever African Cup of Nations title. Um, Keith, happy for Sadio. Not nice for Mo. It was always going to go, you know, one way or the other. What can you do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm actually happier for Sadio than I probably would have been for Mo. And I know that sounds a bit stupid, but Sadio is sort of has to live in the shadows of Mo Salah at the moment. You know, they're the two best African footballers. And Mo is just sort of taking all the, the limelight at the moment. Um, we, we've been critical maybe of Sadio as Liverpool fans, we feel, you know, is he is he gone off the boil or whatever? But when you take, from my point of view, right, it's always, is he worth giving another contract? You know, is the dip worth the, um, the, the, the outlay that you'd have to give him? And that's the only worry I have. I think if you look back at his play, he hasn't been that bad. He's, he's getting back to his, not back to his best, but he's, he's getting back to a good level. And... For him to win today, to win tonight, it's a great redemption for him because you miss a penalty in the fifth minute and it was a blade and awful penalty as well. And to go then to the very end and to take it away from Mo, Mo doesn't get a kick because he's on the fifth one for Egypt and he slots in a great pen at the end. I just thought it was great for Sadio. Yeah, I was delighted for him. Either way, we would have had one player unhappy. Mo looked like he was in his horrors over. I was looking at the medal thing there and Sadio gave him a big high five. It's always going to be one of them upset, but I'm, I'm glad that Sadio done it, to be honest. Egypt have won it seven times. It's Senegal's first, um, you know, and and he does deserve that recognition and he does deserve that glory. And I think if it gives him a 5% sort of kick up the arse when the, he comes back to Liverpool, then happy days. Because, you know, I, I think, as I said, I've certainly been critical of him. And when you look back... And I'll ask you, you know, without derailing the, the show. Um, he's done it. Look, he's off. I've already done it. <laughs> where, where do you rate him as a signing of a forward player in the history of Liverpool? Yeah. Like, I think he is so underrated, Sadio Mane. One of the best. I think he's so underrated yeah. that 
he's he's in the near and now with the clock era when you have got players like uh Mal doing it. I just think he doesn't get the credit on fucking the lawyer that he got that one. Well Okay. Well let's go down this rabbit hole. Um he's the catalyst for everything Liverpool have done since two thousand sixteen. Because he's the main yeah. signing of that summer. And he was absolutely sensational when he arrived at Liverpool. Um I think he's I think he shared a golden boot in the Premier League with nineteen or twenty Premier League goals. Yeah. I don't think Michael Owen ever scored twenty Premier League goals in a season for Liverpool. No, and if he didn't go to Manchester United, um if you take away the history of Michael Owen, he will go down as one of the best forwards we've ever had. Um yeah. and Sadio has to be up there with him. You know, he's gone through for me a year of it's been tough. It's been tough form, confidence. He had the, he had COVID, you know, he, he he was playing so much football. Like he comes back in two thousand and nineteen, the start of nineteen twenty. Off the back of, was it an African Nations actually? Two week break. A two week break, and he just rocked break. in and and came on as a sub at home to Norwich. I was there that night, and I always remember him coming on. No, that was the uh, the Afcon was, was it? it? That was, it was less than two week break. I think it finished, yeah, it was, and he was back in less than a week. Or yeah. So, so for me, Sadio Mane will go down as one of the best ever forward signings for Liverpool. No doubt about it. He's had a tough year, but mm. when you look at his return. You know, it's 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 really really good, like for yeah. Liverpool. But it's just the standard we've set over the last couple of years that if you have a bad run of games, it's so magnified, it's untrue. And then when you have the fella beside you, you know, like fucking something like a hundred and seventy or eighty goal involvement in how many games, and you're like, this is fucking ridiculous what he's doing. You know, when you're measured up against that, it's a bit like trying to measure a right back cover up against Trent. You know, it, yeah. it seems pointless at times, but Manny's been absolutely sensational for Liverpool. And I've said it before, I'd extend his deal. Um, I wouldn't do two and three years. I'd extend it by another year. And um, it gives us a chance to get the absolute best of his career out of him. Uh, the best of his career out of him. And allows us to plan for the future. But I don't know how the other boys say. Kev, um, you yeah. can answer that if you want. And tell us what you think about Mo being the winner. Salah runner-up. What can you do? Well, someone was always going to be disappointed, and they both knew this going into going into the game. Um, as Chris was saying to me before we came on air, that it means more to Sadio, and I think it does because they got close last time. They were beaten by I think it was Algeria in the final last time, mm-hmm. and the expectation on that Senegal side is through the roof. Anyone who's watched that game tonight, you you will know probably seven or eight of those players are playing at top-level clubs or in top leagues across the continent. They were the best side in the tournament by a good distance, I think. Sadio is probably up there as one of the players of the tournament. Um, he's done really, really well. Uh, when we got him from Southampton, I was all over the moon because the one thing that stuck in my head was his um, hat-trick. I think it was against Villa that he beat Robbie Fowler's record for the fastest hat-trick in Premier League history. And it was the type of goals he was scoring for Southampton. Left foot, right foot, header, bursting into the box. Pace of burn. Thought, this is exactly the type of player we need. And it was. It was a great fit. Would I extend his contract? I would give him two years with an option for a third in a heartbeat. I'd rather have him than not have him. I'd rather keep him at the club until he's 32, 3, 4. And phase him out that way because for what fee you'll get for him, you'll spend that for an unknown quantity, and you don't know what you're going to get. 
I'd rather phase him out over time in the same way as we're going to hopefully be able to do with Jordan Henderson and bring through the likes. By the time Sadio leaves, you hope that Kay Gordon is ready to be a first-team player in that kind of time scale, two, three years, that there's no pressure come on these kids coming through and that we're still got a very experienced, solid pro who, who knows his game inside out and we know his game inside out. I just don't, unless he wants to go, I wouldn't be offering him, I wouldn't be showing him. I'm a it depends what he wants as well. Yeah, That's it. It's all down to him. It does because at the end of the day, when it comes down to the end of the season, you'll have a year left, you know, and Mo's the same. We don't know what's going on yeah. there either. Um, but we hope to hear news on both of them. And Firmino's in the same boat. But I just think he's been an absolutely exceptional signing for Liverpool. Can I just throw the numbers out at you before we go on to Davo? Yeah. Sorry. So he's played 244 games for Liverpool. Yeah. He's got 107 goals and 44 assists. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. You so know, that's quite good. 50 goal involvement in 244 games. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not as the main man. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's that's as yeah. the. I think Salah is, is, is Salah. Kick. Is Salah something like 180 or 190 goal involvements in 200 and odd games? And it's ridiculous. Have a look at Salah. Yeah. But um, Davo Wiley does. Um, happy for Mo or happy for Sadio, obviously. You know, Mo. I just look at it and I think maybe they, they both think it was their best chance to win it at this stage of their career mm. they're in. Um, but one had to lose and. You know, it would have been tough. It's going to be tough for either of them coming back to Liverpool as a loser that game. But, you know, you you, you feel sorry for Mo, but you, you have to just look and go, like, Mane was the player of the tournament. Yeah, look, I, was, I would be similar to Keith. I'd probably be slightly happier for Sadio that he, he got it rather than Mo. There was, like, uh, Kev was saying, they were under huge pressure. I was reading they got witch doctors and everything in the last yeah. time to try. They've lost because they've lost some big games. I'm not sure whether that was their first final loss the Algeria one but uh, I don't no, think it was no, no they, they, the manager lost in a penalty shootout yeah the, exactly the they've like they've like they had a name really a serial choker so it was, it was delighted to see them get over the line and, yeah slightly happier for Sadio than I probably would have been for, for Mal but yeah look at Mane what a great sign listen I'm kind of of the opinion though similar I was with Genie as well like succession planning has to come into it at some stage. I would like Sadio to stay. I've I've said it in WhatsApp groups before. I'd like him to be a a fitter version of Origi, a better version of Origi. Uh, the role that Origi plays in the squad. It, but like you boys said, it's it's down to him. Will he want to do that? I don't know. Uh, Diaz is in now. Can play kind of that role as well. So listen, I'm, there's there's fellas that know fucking far more about what they made the club making them fucking decisions. So I'm happy enough to see it back and trust him. Uh, all implicitly to make the right call but yeah look at Mane brilliant sign and, and, and people forget he when he came in he started on the right moved yeah. to the left to accommodate Mo um, yeah, no moaning about it either no moaning and the quality was still there uh, in the used number so yeah look I definitely like to keep him around definitely like to keep him around Amy says Salah has 148 goals and 52 assists which comes with a total of 200 goals 200 I have what have you 56 won? assists. Okay, so, so the same except for the assists. So 204 um, yeah. goal involved in 229 games. That's what you're up against. And you, <laughs> I think it's absolutely it's absolutely amazing. I have to read this comment. <laughs> Scouser Pete says, Hey Gav, will you quit the nil all bullshit? Please. It's nil nil. I've been in Ireland for 20 years and it still irritates the hell out of me. Cheers, says Scouser Pete. It's, we just say nil all. Nil I, all. Is that I not will a try, me, I will thing, try, and listen, 
I've been around Jamie Home, I've been around Dicko, and they say, I think they say nil nil as well. We just yeah. say nil all, but I'll try my absolute best for you, Scouser P. So the next time there is a game that a finishes minute. with no goals for both teams, I will try my best to say <laughs> nil. Hold on nil. a minute. Why doesn't Scouser P try his best to come because, around to nil all? Because, he's because nil all upset. is right. Because he's, it's, because it is, it's nil all. He's, it's nil all. he's, nil all he's extremely upset at the nil all thing, right? I don't care if you say zero zero. Um, whatever he want, but he's extremely upset. And I, if people are upset, I like to put them where he is. The reclaimer says more likes equals more sponsors equals channel pays for itself. More likes is great. The next bit is untrue. Um, because the more sponsors we've taken on a sponsor, this sponsor with the, because we like it, one and two, if we make any money off this sponsor, we're not taking it. We're giving it to charity. So, um, the channel pays for itself. It does that already. Um, you know, it, it does it already. Trust us. So, um, anyone out there that tells you they need money to pay for this channel, it's not true. It pays for itself anyway. And any money we get off, um, sponsors or whatever it might be, we give to charity. So, it, uh, what you're doing is you're back in charity, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. but Reclaimer knows where it is. He's on 104 likes, which he's absolutely flying. He's going to target 200. Now, one person doesn't like it. If you're still here, leave a comment underneath after <laughs> to let us know why and what we've done wrong. It's probably Scouser Peak because we said nil all. It could be. Can, um, we, can we touch on them so he goes again? There now with their nil nil. Yeah. There's a few so he goes in there going on about nil. Is, is it 2 2 and 3 3 or is it 2 all, 3 all? No, it's 2 2, 3 3, 4 4. 2 all, 3 all, nil all. I agree. 1 all. I'm a bit of a hybrid because mm. I'm half my life here, half my life there. I just go. This can't be an Irish English thing, is it? It is, <laughs> it is yeah. an Irish English thing. We'll be fighting over the six counties because of this now in a minute. Um, <laughs> Red Sea podcast said it's nil nil. Nil all, says Jono. Um, not all, says Craig. It's <laughs> always one. Um, when we went three I'm on not, in 2005. I'm not, I'm not zero, zero, Gav, at all. But Red Steve, hold on, we're on a tangent now. This zero. is going to go up wherever. Um, when we went three on in 2005, Gav called it deuce. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's... Um, I don't know. Nil, nil, nil all. Call it what you want. But listen, just if, if you think Scouts or Pete is in here, make sure you say nil, nil. Um, <laughs> so, um, I like you. I liked you before you started, Gav, says Scouts or Pete. Jesus, got personal now as well. Um, but anyway, it wasn't nil, nil today. It was 3 1 to Liverpool. So let's get into that. Um, line up. So, you know, we go strong. Davo will come to you first. We go, we go strong enough. Gomez and Chamberlain are out because of COVID. Um, they've they've done their isolation. They just hadn't trained and, and had the opportunity to be back. But overall, the lineup when you see it come out, we like Geez, that is strong, and we expect it because we've Leicester in four days. We need to get some some of the rustiness out of us. Ah, oh, yeah, no, I was I was expecting us to go. I did. I didn't expect it to be like Leicester at home starting line up in the in the Carabao Cup that time. I expected them to go fairly strong to get like as we mentioned earlier, two week break, and uh, I'd say he wanted he, he wanted to get minutes into lads' legs, like blow the cobwebs off, like you said, Gav. And uh, no, I was I was I was very happy with him, and I expected us to have more than enough. Keith, yeah. He does go strong, and he knows he has five subs. Um, we are happy with the team because I, I, I was happy with it, but 
I'm going to get on to him and I quickly got very annoyed at the midfield but overall he's used a lot of players today that he can that he can call upon on Thursday and that's probably the main thing you even see later on he brings on subs early enough to try to get them yeah. as much as the second half as he can but overall when you look at that lineup, you think yeah he's he's not he's not gone completely full strength but he's gone he's gone with something that he thinks I can get minutes in the legs here and as well as that I can win the game yeah it, it's a good strong team do you know what I mean it's 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 good to get minutes into players that haven't been featuring like Kanate, like Simakas, like Keita, um Minamino. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's good to get these lads in. And when they're the players that are coming into a team, you're happy enough. You're you're looking at a strong enough lineup there, strong players getting in. I was curious about Gomez because I didn't I was out on a match this morning, so I didn't hear why he'd missed the team. I was starting to worry, you know, why is he not getting a look in because when we predicted the teams on Friday myself and Kev I think we I certainly thought Gomez and Kanate would have played myself at the back uh, or even Gomez at right back to cover Trent so I was sort of wondering what was up with him Um, but yeah good strong team as we said I touched on it earlier you know you look at that team there and that bench and it's strong and that's without Fabinho and that's without Alisson and that's without Mo and Sadio you know it's it's amazing what a couple of moves can do or a couple of um, bodies we all hate the like a new signing when an injured player comes back but seeing Harvey Elliott on that bench today and Luis Diaz it was like two new players do you know what I mean even though one's only a new signing I was surprised he didn't bring each of them on separately and just try and bleed and lift the roof off the place you know he done the both together um, but now delighted with the team I, I don't know what you're going to say about the midfield, Gav, but I sort of did have a few issues with it myself. Kev, um, we spoke about it earlier on the yeah. uh, full-time Reds, <clears> but <throat> overall, again, you know, you're looking at that side and he's not taking many chances, but he's getting as many players that he wants in consideration for Torsley on the pitch with the idea that the five subs are there. It's, he plays it well, in fairness, doesn't he, but what he puts out there when he gets on the pitch. Yeah, he does. I mean, I think... The Chamberlain and Gomez issues forced his hand with Tacky playing on the far right because I think that Ox would have played. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bit worried about Joe Gomez because odds are, even if he was fit, he might not have played. Mm-hmm. And at some point, the frustration is going to kick in because he's still a young man and he has ambitions. And I'm pretty sure his ambitions aren't limited to be fourth choice centre back at Liverpool, you know. So hopefully he gets an opportunity and he takes it between now and the end of the season. But the team was we, me and Keith both agreed that he would go fairly strong. You know, it was just a case of who go where and what kind of way it would work, and he had to. We saw it with the um, last time we had a break. He went strong. He gave Allison minutes. You know, it was mm. it was normal. You know, and the fact that we have options now, that we have a strong bench, that we have players to come in, and all of these guys needed minutes because there was no international football for him to get it. Harvey had a behind closed doors game last week, but other than that, most of the lads were away on holiday. You know, I think most of them either went to Dubai or somewhere else in the Middle East. You know, so. They they needed today more than anything this season. They really did, and it showed. 
it showed that they need to. I think it showed in the first half that we took a while to get going. But Davo, we could have went. We could have went up early. Um, Kate the ball into Jotty. He pins the defender. Lovely flick through was through like nearly like a Cruyff turn, but yeah, it was a half Cruyff mm. turn. Davo puts it through the defender's legs, and and Jota's well known for smashing balls in the net. But on this occasion, it probably should have been just one left foot to the keeper's right, and you make it one nil. And it was a great chance early on, wasn't it? To to like just lay a marker down. Yeah, this game yeah. Was over uh, early. Like, you men- like you mentioned there, it all kind of from his own. They own the ball. It comes in to him. He does pin him. Lovely little nutmeg back here. And uh, yeah, listen, the keeper is gambling. He's going down expecting them. Like the keeper gambles and goes early. Jota just needs to just a little side for it. The good thing about like UTV having McCoy on the commentary today, he was brilliant. He was just said, nah, he's just goes, you can't go for power there. You yeah. just got to slot. You just got to roll that into the keepers, right? Um, because the keeper had gambled big time. He was gone yeah. down early. Good save. Now we gambled, gambled, right? Good save. Uh, because there was a lot of power behind it. He was so close. And similar to their goal, uh, Keller doesn't gamble, and the power beats him. If the, if if um if the Cardiff keeper doesn't gamble, that's in because he's not getting down to it in time. So he gambles, makes a good save, but yeah, listen, he should have just, he should have slotted that bit more composure and just slotted it. Yeah. And you know, like if, if we, if he the slots that maybe the game goes differently because Keith, Cardiff have a show for a penalty. Um, their forward gets inside Kanate. Now Kanate knows he can't touch him. Um, he cuts across Kanate well, but then nearly stops to throw himself to, into Kanate and goes down for a penalty. Um, and it was a bit of a wake-up call for us, wasn't it? Because it was like, we're well on top here, but I can't understand why he went down. Just get out of your feet and hit it. But it was a bit of a wake-up call. Did you think it was a penalty? I didn't know, but if it was given, you probably wouldn't have had too many arguments. I mean, Kanate doesn't do anything to to foul him or to impede him. Your man literally just runs into him. But Jota ran into the Crystal Palace keeper last week. We thought that was a penalty. So I don't know when these new rules. But if, if the way I always look at it, if VAR hadn't given it, then it's not a penalty because they'll do anything to try and blade and not screw Liverpool. But in a cup game, when does a championship or below team against a Premier League team, I think they'll always try and screw over the chance they the Premier League team so I think if there was any way they could have given that they'd have given it but no nothing in it it's not even like does it tangling the legs you know the way you could say Kanate was a bit clumsy he's just running he's not interfering with your man your man just um, sort of jumps into him and I think Roy Keane and Ian Wright were saying it on uh, on the commentary at half time the punditry and they're saying no he said like if he just stopped or slowed down and let Kanate barge into him then yeah, you could say penalty, but not literally jumping into him and looking. But as I said, if it's given, yeah, like oh, for fuck's sake, it's it is a wake up call. I think we would have sort of snapped out of it. But it just goes to show in these games, you just have to be on it because there's no good having sterile domination of the ball without doing that and with that, and we weren't sort of doing enough with the ball. So maybe that was the wake up call we needed. Yeah, it was. Have. I thought Canate played it well. Now I thought he was he pulled yeah. because he stays. Yeah, he stays away from. Yeah. Said, 
stays away from him. So there isn't that tangle of legs that, that then definitely gets given and you say, oh, well, fuck, yeah. look, we're talking about they done well. And we knew coined that, listen, I'm, I'm letting you make the decision here. And Ian Wright actually said, yeah, man, gets too bogged down, but worrying about Canada, they should roll yeah. across. It was me. Yeah, or hit for, it. Uh, for, a, for a tap in or, or hit it, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm talking about they played it well there in the fairness. He did, because the, the easiest thing would have been to try make up for your mistake, get alongside yeah. him and lean into mm. him, try put your leg across him. And if you get that wrong, puts his leg across him and the player does the same thing he's done, he probably yeah. gets a pen. You know, but the player actually, you see him actually nearly stopping to turn, you know, to, to throw himself that way. And, mm. and it's one of those. But, but Kev, I want to come to you on, on, on and I know the three will want to say on this, but I said it earlier, the midfield started to really annoy me from early on. Now, I'm not sitting there absolutely fuming. It's an FA Cup game and I'm watching it and I think we'll win the game but I'm sitting there and I'm kind of saying to myself what are these doing? And I'm I'm not a kind of like real fucking childish like what are they fucking doing? I'm actually looking going what are they doing? Because I thought Henderson was very slow on it. Now he keeps it ticking over right fair enough but I think he's very slow on it. I, he should be banned from these chip balls at the back post. I'm just shouting that out there now because he just seems Everyone to rely on it too much. Should. And Jones just looked like he was short of confidence even and Keita looked a mile off of for me. Yeah, well, Naby coming back from AFCON, he hasn't, he's, he hasn't had, he's, he's, been, he's had an all right season. You know, a bit hit and miss, bit injuries, coming back. But all three of them had issues in the first half and it mainly stemmed from none of them being brave enough to run beyond the front three and open up space. Cardiff were very happy in the in the sat in how they were sat in, and you've seen it with plenty of games this weekend. The lower league size, size in the championship, are good players. You know, most of them have come through either Premier League academies or they're experienced pros. They are very good at keeping shape, and if you want to move the ball side to side, Cardiff are quite happy to stay there and let you play the ball side to side. They had three big centre backs. If you want to put crosses in, grand. You know, but what they didn't, what we didn't do was have one of the two centre mids making runs in behind, stretching them, and just doing something different. Everything was very safe, as Keith said earlier, sterile. Now, you can put a lot of it down to rustiness, but it seems to be a pattern of play that we've we come up with when we're playing against a, fi- a back five who are fixed, that it takes a half to work it out. Usually in second half of the second half of games, we start to move it faster. But you can put it all down to a lot of things. What you were saying at the after the game today was probably not a bad shout because they could have swapped over. Jones could have gone on to the right and Naby could have come on to the left and tried that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But at the same time, we were in almost total control. You know, so there was no threat. And as long as there was no threat, it was almost a case of like, well, be patient and they'll work a chance. But at the same time, it was frustrating. You know, it was frustrating to watch. And 
maybe you can put it down to everyone coming back and not much, not much training done with each other for a while. But at the end of the day, they're going to come up against these these better players playing the same way, and they're going to have to be sharper on it. Jones was taking pot shots and not getting over the ball, not having his. He's a great chance right. where it's squared across the box and he just balloons it. Yeah, he just balloons it because his technique was all wrong. And we know that he's capable from outside the box. We know he is. But it was just almost lazy. And Roy Keane was saying at halftime, lax. You know, casual. That's the, but that that's what I thought because I, I looked at the front three and I felt a bit sorry for Minamino, um Firmino and Jota. And you could see Jota getting more and more annoyed at this because he kept dropping deep left and saying, right, give us the ball. And he was trying to move into midfield and trying to make things happen. In a midfield like that, especially against a side that are going to sit, like you said, with if it's four and five or five and three or five and four, whatever it might be, you need people to carry the ball commit players and even if you're not doing that you make runs make runs behind them make runs left right was, whatever it might be and there was one there was the f- one bit in the second half where Simicas cut inside and they it was late in the second it was late in the first half and he broke he cut inside and they slipped the ball into him and he tried to cut it across it didn't work out but that didn't happen. It was, it was, a, it was a handball show for a penalty, wasn't it, Kev? It was that one. Was it, was it that one, was yeah. it? Yeah, it was yeah. that yeah. one. Yeah. But that was where it created panic. That inside run mm. created panic. But and there wasn't enough of that for me. Yeah, Robbo and Sadio do that all the time. And, and the thing is, like Henderson was there, and it, it ended up him being, even though he was the deepest midfielder, he was 30 yards from goal. And he was probably, I don't like the way he chips his ball to the back post all the time. But he was probably thinking, I'm going to put it in there and see what happens because when he's looking around, the front three are trying to hold the shape and do something. You need the other two midfielders making breaks into little areas all the time or even even making a run to, to, to commit a defender so a forward can get a bit of room. But the forward three looks so detached for me and I, I felt a bit sorry for them. But do you know what I think the problem with that is? Sorry, it's Bobby and Jota especially are excellent in the air. Jota is fucking brilliant in the air and I think there's that sort of default to just float them balls into them. They don't have to whip them. Do you know what I mean? It's not like Jota is able to manufacture headers out of them floaty, shitey balls and Bobby is actually decent at it as well. So you sort of hope that the, someone said in the chat there, if if he gets one of them, he'll do a thousand. Henderson will do a fucking thousand of these little floaty, chippy balls. So you just want that out of the lexicon. It has to be like if the fact that they do it all the time, and we've seen it last season, it became a part of the game. Well, we don't the mind them putting the ball Is in. Is it instructed to just get it in there without yeah, but, but Keith, being hold dangerous? Hold on a minute, Keith. When you're playing against a deep line of defence, right? What yeah. they want is, they want crosses from a deepish position that's lofted into the box where they've long oh, yeah. time to look at it, pick their spot, pick their time and, and go and head it, right? If you told me that Henderson was going to take a touch on that and whip this thing at chest height in around the back of them and cause murder, I'm all for it. They were as many yeah. times or along the ground. But the old corridor of uncertainty. This is landing beyond the far post, right? And it's looping in the air. Like yeah. it's, even if a fella gets to it, he's an an awful lot to do to try score. You know, the sort oh, yeah. of way. And I'm not a fan of it. But when I look at what the other two midfielders in particular were were doing, it it wasn't like Henderson could get the ball in and go. He's making a run, bang! I bang it into him, and he's yeah. turning on a, on a defense. It just yeah. it just wasn't there, Davo. Um, before we finish up on the first half, like 
did that midfield worry at all? I know they're rusty. I know they've had a, I know they've had um, time off. They they needed this for before Leicester on on um, Thursday. But did it worry you at all where you look at Katie and you look at Jones and even Henderson? You go, they might be rusty, but they're not. Just seemed very safe to me, and it seemed very playing loads of percentages, and I just I just didn't like it. Okay, he could have played that midfield. The three lads play out of skin. You go, it was a great midfield. The three of them are shy. Yeah. That 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 happens in in football. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Henderson in the six. Really, um, sitting in front, more not not as really a dig at him. Like he, he's not as good as Fabinho. Um, not many are, but it kind of takes away from our game. Kind of, I've mentioned loads before. As a other like people, the triangles that the boys get out wide with Henderson, Trent, and Mao, and then the other side, uh, generally with with Sadio and Robbo on the other side with Thiago, say, if it's Thiago. Um, that's a huge part of our game, and that's something I think consciously I kind of noticed that when Elliot first got into the start of the season, he was playing that right-hand side, and he yeah. was very high. And I think them balls, I, I'm the same, like clipping them chippy, floaty, shitey balls in all day to a six-foot-five centre-half and it was blowing a gale. It was pointless. But I, I, in, the, in them games, you, you do find sometimes there is... We do do a move where, say, Trent will set it back to Henderson or vice versa, and they'll whip a ball in, kind of to the back stick. But I think it's they're trying to get the back forward to shift up a couple of yards and then get runners that are going in late. As you mentioned, uh, midfield runners going in late. And that can work for us and has worked for us. But I just thought, listen, Nabi was in the team, I thought, to, for that reason, as in he can beat a player. He can stand a player up and he can go by him. And when you're playing with a team that has fucking 10 men behind the ball or whatever, you're going to need that. He didn't play well today. Um, Jones the same. He can stand someone up and go by them. Didn't do enough for today. And then it just kind of got very turgid, very quick. It was slow. It was side to side. It was, like Keith said, steroid possession, possession for possession's sake without really doing it. Apart from the jot, the chance we didn't do much in the first half. So I would say they, they did need a rocket up them half-time. Yeah. Dylan O'Rourke says, what would you have done differently, Gav? Oh, I'm not saying don't start M3, because he obviously, like I said earlier, he has a plan to play 11 and bring five on, right? So we could have done it on him. What I'm saying is, well, first of all, I would have had Keita on the left of the tree, and I would have had Jones on the right of the tree, because it's been seen this season that the right, the person on the right of the tree is the one that looks to break lines, you know, get forward, run with the ball, the one on the left looks to control the game and the one in the centre or the, the deepest one, i.e. Henderson, looks to protect. Okay? Now, there's not an awful lot of protection that needs to be done in a game like this. But Keita off the left-hand side, okay, he controls it. And we looked a little bit more threatening down the left-hand side. But that was mainly down to Simicaz, Jota and Firmino all trying to get over there and do something. I would have put Jones on the right-hand side and I would have said to him, listen, you just keep making runs. Carry the ball if you have to. Keep making runs beyond Minamino because that frees up Trent to get the ball. And then it frees up Minamino who wants the ball in those little areas. And then he can play off Firmino, Jota, whoever else around him. Or even Jones himself that's making runs. But it was too, it was, it was just, it was, it was standstill football. That's what it was. It was standstill yeah. football. But look, it was half time. It was nil nil. And um, we go into the second half now in a minute. Before we do though, I want to talk to you about Bet Me. Now, I've deliberately not told Davo, Keith or Kev anything about this, 
right? I usually show the lads loads of stuff, loads of material, but I'm going to use these as my guinea pigs tonight to tell them what it's all about. So we have a little video about BetMe. Um, people listening later on on the audio download, you can fast forward through this bit or you can hit the link in the description and it'll, you can see the video itself. And they made a little chat about what it's all about, how you play and how you can score points, win a few quid and have a good time and how we're going to walk it amongst ourselves um, over the next few weeks and that, all right? So here we go. So that is BetMe. Um, BetMe are... The first thing you need to realise about BetMe is, and I've looked up loads and I've talked to the people that have created this, it's not you against the bookies, okay? It's you against everyone else in the pot, okay? So what you can see on screen now is basically a pot from Chelsea v Tottenham going back to the week, last week or the week before. And you can see how many points were scored and, you know, who wins and what's... In, uh, what what amount of the pot to get. So the way BetMate works is, um, first of all, the link is in the description if you want to look at that video again or go onto our site and check out what they're all about. There's also a link in there to sign up, okay? Everyone that signs up um, on on that link, it, 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 they'll know you've come through us to sign up first thing. But everyone that signs up gets a chance to go into a free pot. That's without making any sort of, you know, lodgement into your account or having to pay for any pot, you go into a free pot to play for money and to see how it works, okay? That's the first thing I need to say to you. So if you want to join this, it's in the description as to how you can do it. You can find them on Twitter and across social media as well, right? But as I said, no stake or deposit. You get a feel for the game once you sign up, okay? So that's that's the first thing I want to say to you. The way this is different to others is, you can see on screen there Celtic v Rangers, okay? It's a £250 minimum payout. This is from the old firm, Jordan W. Entry would be £5 into that. There'd be a certain amount of players that can enter. Once you can get into that pot, that's good. You go in there, and what you do is you pick 11 players, but there's no budgets, lads. There's no, you know, in fancy football, the way there's, you know, oh, he's worth £8 million and he's, and I have to find so many players. Davo, you know this because you play fancy football. I think Kev does, and I think Keith does as well. Mm. But you know the way you're in there and you're saying to yourself, Oh, I can't get him. He's eight million. Like I only have six. There's none of that. So, Davo, what would happen is you would sign up. You would get a free pot to play. Okay. So mm-hmm. this week the free pot is Liverpool v Leicester. It's being set up for us. Okay. And what happens is you sign up. You straight away you can enter one free pot. So you would enter Le- 
Liverpool v Leicester. You have to pick 11 players. You have to pick six. You can only maximum of six players off Liverpool or Leicester, five off the other team. And you have seven players on the pitch and you have four subs. You can make real-time subs during this. Real-time subs. So if you have Luis Diaz on the bench and he's coming on, you go, oh, here he's coming on. I'll put him into my team. You can actually do this on the app. It's available on it's available on the, the Play Store. Um, it's available on the App Store on Apple and it's available on the Google uh, Play Store as well. So <clears throat> 11 players, seven on the pitch, four subs. And basically what happens is you're only playing against the people in there. That's all you're playing against. You're not playing against Betme. They are only facilitating this. What they do is they get X amount of people in. I think they take 10% of the pot and the other 90% then goes to it could be four second and third. It could be four second, third or fourth. Keith, do you reckon you'd be any good at this? No. No? But you would try it. Of course, but I am absolute geek at fantasy football stuff. Right. So now this is different. This is I different. know, I know, I know, and you know, I'm just, I don't know, I don't know, I'm I'm useless at this sort of thing. But I will be trying it. But uh, I don't think I'll be good it's at only, it. It's only available in the UK at the moment. So if you're in Ireland and you want to play, you just link up with someone in the UK and say, "Listen, do you want to go into it together? You can. You can pick the team together. You can." At the moment, it's only available in the UK. But it's different in in a sense that. You know the way the fancy have like goals, assists and stuff. There's much more metrics to this. Defenders get more points for, you know, tackles, interceptions, goals themselves. But there's a lot more, there's a lot more areas and, and kind of headings where they, where players can gain points. So it's not just a case of picking six forwards off one team and five forwards off the other team. And at that you're 11 and put seven of them on the pitch. Defenders make as many points as forwards in this. Kev, would you be any good at it? Probably not, but I'll give it a lash. <coughs> okay. So ask uh, me after. <laughs> okay. Davo, would you be any good at it? Ah, listen, we'd, we'd, give, we'd give it a go anyway. I reckon I'd fancy myself probably to, to get a couple right. But yeah, it's similar. It's the same similar to DraftKings in, in the States, yeah. um, which is a similar kind of setup you're in. You pick what pot you go into. You pick what league you want to go into, depending on the price. And mm. then... Uh, like that, whatever, how many points you get for your, all the players that you have picked and stuff like that. So, yeah, listen, it seems like that kind of thing is coming over here a lot more now. So, yeah, no, no, uh, no reason not to get involved anyway. Yeah, and what we've done is we've we've put a certain amount into where pot um, or into where uh, account with Betmate. Um, Chris Brack is in the UK. He's going to run it for us. And instead of us just picking players, we're going to get viewers to pick it. So when the pot comes up at the start... Uh-huh. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we are we have the free pot Leicester against Liverpool, so sign up and you get that, okay? Or Liverpool v Leicester. Sign up and you can play in that, okay? And then there'll be pots, I think they range from £2, £3, £5, up to £10, right? Um, But you can decide which one you want to go into. But what we're going to do is we're going to take the money we've put into our account and we're going to say, say there's a pot for £3 and it's three games in the Premier League over the weekend. We are going to know that early. We're going to bring it up on one of the shows during the week. And then we're going to nominate Kevin Ball, um, just, just off the top of my head, or Christopher Bourne, or Cortis, or Red Steve. And we're going to say, Roy, there's the three games. I want you to pick us 11 players. I want you to give us the seven starters and the four subs. And we're going to put the money in for them and see how we get on. Any money we win from this will go to charity. Any money we make from it, anyway, will go to charity. Um, so I'm hoping... 
um, people sign up for this. The link is in the description. Um, gamble responsibly, as we'll always, always tell you. Yeah. But if you're, if you're on, um, iPhone or you're on Android, um, it's very easy to download. It's a really easy app to use. Chris Brack says there, he's played it. It's very easy to use. He's also <laughs> awful at fantasy football. But listen, it's, um, it's, it's one of those where, you know, you can make live subs and everything and I think it's you can change your team right up to five minutes before the game starts so there's loads of options there you're not stuck to three hours before the game five minutes before the start you can change you can make live subs you're in there on a leaderboard with real players and Betmate will let you know beforehand how many is going into the pot how much the pot is worth and how many places will be will be paid out on? So it could be one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one and two, whatever it might be. But there's loads of games, there's loads of pots. And as I said, you're not playing against Bentley. You know, you're not playing against what they pick. You're playing against real people that are trying to outdo you um, on a very live scale um, and in a very live environment as games go on. All right. Um, I hope it's good that it has that live element to it. You yeah, know, right? I love that it because. What kills me in fantasy football is I pick a team, forget about, forget about it. it, and then the yeah. players, half my team are playing in different countries and some of them do be dead. And mm. I'm like, <laughs> what can you do? So at least with this, if you're involved, you can keep your teams up to date and yeah, yeah looks good. Well, so you, pick different, you pick different teams for every pot. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. next game, you're constantly sort of, yeah. So you're constantly you, so looking it's at not, it. It's not, not like you have to it. constantly update it. You you could literally pop onto the app, the right go. What what's going on this week? Now the, there will be a facility later on where they will do LFC day triples ones for us, so we can they can nearly tailor it for us as to what we want, which is coming soon. But you can just basically pop on the app and go, oh, there's one for two pound. Oh, it's Man United versus Arsenal. I'll go in there and I'll pick a few, and you pick a few, and then you might be watching the game. You might have. I don't know, Saka on the bench, and then you think he's really coming into this game. Oh, here, I'm throwing him on. You know, the sort of way. It does a, and the leaderboard is live as well. It's updated live all the time because they're, yeah. they're, they're measuring the metrics all the time. Um, but it's absolutely brilliant. I'm going to have another chat with them during the week because if I've missed that in here, they, they won't give it out to me, but they'll say, listen, you forgot this and you forgot yeah. that. But, um, find the pot, enter real time subs, um, real time leaderboard. And when it comes down to, you know, a tailored one for us and even private ones for us, we'll be able to have kind of private leagues and stuff like that and, and really, um, slaughter Keith because he's terrible at it. Um, oh, so oh, that's how oh, it works. But check it out. The link is in the description. If you click on it, there's two links, one for their site so you can see exactly what's going on and how it works. And the second one is to sign up. And as I said, if you sign up without making any deposit or paying any money, you can go and enter a, a free pot, which shows you exactly how it works. And then you might like it and you go, Grant, yeah, no problem. And play away. If you're in Ireland and you have a mate in England, you go, you know, do you want to play? Yeah, you can go get together and do that. As I said, we are in Ireland, but we have Chris in England and he's going to look after for us. Right. Back to the game. Um, and thanks to, for listening to all that. Um, and I hope I've got it right. I'm sure the, the Betmate lads will let me know. Um, if I haven't, um, 196 likes. Um, Keep going. Uh, Reclaimer wants 200. When you hit 200, he promises to stop, but he doesn't because he's start going on about 300 then. Second half, um, Davo, uh, goalkeepers union, should he be sent off? Should he be not? Keeping Kelleher. 
listen, the, the sending off issue for it with me comes down to the tackle, uh, the, the severity of the tackle. Not, I think it's not a goal scoring opportunity. Canada has that under control. It's, that's the mistake LR makes. He, he gets involved in something that he doesn't need to come out and get involved in because Canada is fucking shit quick. He's running with your man. He actually sees. Keller coming and starts running back towards the goal line in case your man flicks it past him. Mm. Uh, so he's he's well clued in. Uh, so the situation, so the sending off really comes down to is it kind of six studs on your man's ankle or the Achilles? Oh, I actually don't think he catches them that badly. Um, like it's 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 not like a real fucking six studs on the ankle. I think he kind of just kind of grazes them. Uh, does catch him a little bit? Just nicks him. Maybe with a stud or two. So I'm kind of saying, similar to the penalty, like he'd said with the penalty, if it's given, you're going to go, ah, fuck. Uh, I don't think he should have been sent off. If he was sent off, would it be on here saying the ref was a disgrace? No, but um, I think it was kind of probably an orange, if there was such a card, an orange card. But um, no, he was lucky. You know, he, he, he was kind of lucky there now. John Mendes, he could, he could have been sent off. I personally didn't think it was. Definitely wasn't a goal card scoring opportunity. And I don't think he really clatters into him with six studs to make it a uh, serious foul play. I think that was spot on there because, I'm sorry for jumping in, Gav. You know, it's, it, it is twofold. It's twofold. Is it a goal scoring opportunity? And I agree 100% with what Davo said. No, because Kanate is on the cover there. He reads it and he knows what's going on. <laughs> The tackle, I don't think it's a red card um, because I, I don't think he he does catch him. He does catch him, so I think it's definitely a foul and a yellow card. But if that happens, if that's a midfielder or a defender doing that tackle, it's not a red card. Do you know what I mean? So we have to take out the the goal, the goal scoring opportunity bit is gone. So it's now a foul. Is it in a reckless, out of control foul? No. Do you know what I mean? So a yellow card, I think, is fair because he catches him, but I don't think it's a, a dangerous tackle. If if his foot is up then and he smashes into him, then I think, yeah, you have grounds to give a red card on that. But I think the fact that his foot is sort of on the ground and he's going to try and, you know, win the ball, I don't think it's a red card. I don't think it'd be a red card for anyone else on the pitch, so I don't think it's a red card for him. Um, me and Kev spoke about it earlier, so I'm going to give Kev the first goal in a minute. I'm going to tell you I think it's a red card all day. I agree with George. Um, because uh, not for the tackle, not for the, you know, serious fair play ta- or serious uh, foul play or whatever they call it nowadays, tackle. Okay. Um, Kanata isn't there. Yeah, he is. No, 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 no. If, if Keller, if, if Keller, nah, hold on. Yeah, I'm making Keller, it up now. He is I'm there. not making it up. If Keller doesn't make contact with that player, there's no way Kanata is stopping that fella from putting in the goal. Not a fucking it's chance. Still 40 yards out. It so doesn't matter. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Right, so hold on a minute. So so Sadio Mane is running through. Sadio Mane yeah. is running through. Okay. This wasn't Sadio go- Mane. So hold on. Sadio Mane is coming through and a defender does that to him. A defender does that to him. We are screaming for a red card. Screaming for it. Kanate is not. That? If, if Kelleher minds his own business, right? Kanate catches him over the next five to ten yards. I fully agree with that. But at the moment that that contact happens, right, if he manages to stay on his feet, right, the guy is in on goal. There's nobody between him and the goal. I don't give a fuck where Kanate is, but he's definitely not on top of him. He is. Kanate is behind him. Kanate is. Your man's not scoring. I'm looking at it here. Your man's not scoring. Are you telling? Right. So you telling me then? 
if Kelleher misses that, if Kelleher misses that ball and misses the player, are you telling me that Kanate is between him and the goal and, he, yeah. and it's not yeah. a goal score? That's exactly what I'm telling you. I'm looking at it here. Kanate changes his run and goes behind them. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when when the tackle is made, right? Yeah. There's all, there's nothing between that man and that goal. Nothing. There is. Kanate. Kanate Kanate's is. running in the other direction. No, he's not. Yeah. Kanate, you just said it. Kanate yeah. changes his run. Yeah, he as in he run. changes from the ball and goes behind where Kelleher yeah, he is. He so changes his run. So, 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 so where so where in, hold on, where, in where in relation where in relation to Kivi and Kelleher and that player is Kanate when the ball when he makes contact with that player? Behind him. Behind him. So behind him. Behind him. That's all you need to say. So he's behind. He's he's behind As the player. He's, he's, no, no, he's, no, no, he's, he's, he's nearer to the goal. He's, he's he is closer to the, goal, to the goal than the player who's right. being tackled. So, right. So he. So hold on. So the ball goes through Quivey and Kelleher. If he yeah, misses him, are you telling me that Kanate is in goal? I'm telling you, Kanate no. hoovers that up if your man goes through. There's no Kanate way. Kanate is. It's, 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 lads, lads, listen. Take the red. Take the red glasses off. No, if that happens the other, if that happens the other way around, and Sadio Mane is taken out by a goalkeeper, there we are fucking screaming for a red card. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Of course we are, but we'd be yeah. wrong. Why? Why? So you'd be wrong too. Yeah. So if that happened, if that happened the other way around, you come in here and you'd say I was screaming for a red card, but I'm actually wrong. No, wouldn't no, you wouldn't. Wrong, bro. No, you wouldn't. I'm screaming because you believe it was a red card. I'm looking at it here. No, I'm looking at it here. It's a red card. Kanate had your man. The first thing you said. The first thing you said when you come on, Gavos, about it was. Kanate wasn't there, which is factually but wrong. But he's not. He was there. But he no, there. no, hold on, he's oh, he not is because the tackle, is be- the tackle is between Kelleher and this other guy. And Kanate Kana- is there. No, Kanate is behind them. Kanate gets ahead of them. Yeah, but hold on. What I'm saying is, if that contact isn't made, is that a, does he have a chance to score a goal? But he has Kanate, to be Kanate. He has to does be he have a chance to score a goal when the, if, the, if he doesn't do it? Yeah, but he doesn't have an open goal. lads, lads, come on. Stop it. Please, yeah, please. Yeah. America, I'm not having a man. Yeah, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. He is there. Do you, He's do you believe? Do you believe? Is there? Do you, there? So you honestly is believe? Kanate there? Kanate is there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, but hold on. Are you telling me that that guy has not got a goal scoring opportunity if if Kelleher does not make contact with him? No, because Kanate is there. He does not have a goal scoring opportunity. Well, he has a goal scoring opportunity, but he's not going to get it. So hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. If the contact isn't made, that you're telling me that that player doesn't get hit by by Kelleher. The ball goes beyond both of them. Yeah, you're telling Kanate me gets that. Kanate gets it. Yeah, he does get it. So it's not a goal scoring opportunity. No, you just told me he's changed his run. You told me he's closer to the fucking goal. So so he's changing his run. He's changing his run. He's running away. He changes his run from the defender and goes in behind Kelleher because he knows Kelleher. So so he changes. So hold on, he's chasing this fella. He was behind. He changes his run to get gold side. But even when he changes his run, he's going to change it again to get back over and get this fella. And he's not going to have a goal. Because ah, lads, come that's on. where the ball is. Please, that's where the ball is. People in the chat are saying, "Look, don't call my saying me and Davo are embarrassing ourselves." Here. Look, I'm looking at the clip here. I'm literally looking at it as we're talking. Kelleher comes out, gets a nick on your man. Send if that's a defender, if clip. that's a defender on anybody in the field of play, it's not a red card, right? So, for a fact, it's not a red card tackle. It's the keeper comes out, has the touch on it. Kanata is covering. It's not a red card. There's no argument on this. I'm not talking. By the way, Gav, I'm not talking. If if Kanate is like uh, 
Right, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, but if Canate is five yards for that back chasing this fella down and it happens, oh, I'm saying it's a red card. Yeah. Canate is shoulder to shoulder with this fella running back with him. He sees Keller tear now from the goal, knows what's going to happen, so says, oh, I'm going to start going back towards the line here in yeah. case, yeah. in case your man licks yeah. up by him. But hold on. So he's there, he's there. Canate is involved in this in, in this in this situation from start to finish. It's not yeah. if he was five yards further back or ten yards further back, making a B line trying to portion his bollocks a hundred yards sprint to get back because there's a mistake after happening. Or go listen, he's not there's wearing no back on the cover there. There's no argument. He's literally running with him on the cover. I'll put it this way, Gav. If Queen Keller doesn't come out. Can I oh, no. is, I, I, I 100%, is, is, I 100% is, is, agree with you. Is, is, because is, is I said it earlier. Is, is Ushin Yaman out on the sideline? But I, I so, said it earlier, Either right? your man has to hit this from 35 yards or he has to be Kanate because I, he doesn't have a free, he doesn't have an open goal. I said this earlier. If Kevin Keller doesn't come out, Kanate eats him alive, right? But what I'm saying is, when that contact isn't made, that guy has every chance to score a goal. And, and people are asking why he wasn't given a VAR. Well, Fair enough, it wasn't given a VR. In my opinion, it's wrong. I think if he doesn't make contact with him, that guy runs over the top of Kelleher and he genuinely has a goal scoring opportunity. It doesn't matter if Kanate's fucking forward him in the goal. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the goal is reduced to fucking three foot by three foot. He has a genuine chance to score the goal. He yeah, it, he has he has a he's a goal scorer. It has to be a clear goal scoring opportunity. Of course, he's a course yeah. he's an opportunity ah. to score, Gav. Yeah, but, that, but that, if it's an opportunity to score, it's a goal to score opportunity. Ten of them today. If, you, if it's a goal, clear, if it's an opportunity to score, that that he has an opportunity to score. It's a goal scoring opportunity. It's just different warden. It's the same fucking thing. No, but sure, listen, Gav. But then, like, you could be, you could be shooting outside the box and someone fouled you. That's a goal scoring opportunity. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but, but what so, I'm saying is, Kevin Kelleher is 35 yards from his goal. Yeah, I know he takes this takes this guy out. Take this guy mm-hmm. out. I genuinely believe. Now, I'm, I'm happy it wasn't given, right? Yeah. But I genuinely believe if he doesn't make contact with him, that guy has a goal scoring opportunity. That's that's grand. I think Canate mops that up. Absolutely yeah. mops it up. Mops <coughs> it up. No problem. I think, I no gen- problem. I think, I think he mops it up. Yeah, if, no problem. I, no, I think he mops it up 100% if they're running and Keevan Keller's nowhere near it. I think, oh yeah, I, I get that. He, he absolutely you know I mean? does. But I think he absolutely mops it up. If uh, if if Keller comes running out and he flicks up on him and say Keller doesn't make contact with the player, I think Kanate mops it up. Do you get me? Yeah. I think if if Keller comes steaming out, goes to slow tackle your man, misses him, or your man flicks out, flicks the ball past him and, and hoards the challenge, I think Kanate mops that up as well. I think he's just yeah. there. He's there. Like he's 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 there from start to finish, involved in the move. He's not, I, I, look. Uh, I, I, That's I, just for me. Now, I listen, think, I think it's a wrong. Red card. If, if your man come over and flashes a red card, like with the penalty yeah. point going to go on, I think that's harsh because Kanate is there, but he is after coming 40 yards out of his goal and building somebody. Right, that's yeah. fair enough. But I can see, like for me, 100% uh, why it wasn't given because Kanate is there. He's, he's with yeah. your man the whole time. Sees Keller coming out, going, listen, I'll head back towards the goal because. Shit might go down here. It doesn't because Kelleher clatters into. Yeah, just, I just, I, I think, just. I think the fact, like, when I'm looking at it here, right, I think Kanata does get him if Kelleher's not around, right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is because Kelleher's out there and takes the guy out, I think if I think if the guy doesn't get hit, I genuinely think it's a goal scoring opportunity. 
Yeah. I genuinely disagree. Then I, I think Canada mops that up. Yeah, but I same, think Canada mops it, and I think the fact that they they don't. It, 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 they check it twice, don't they? They check it well, for the goal scoring opportunity. And then they check, the, the then they check it again for the... For the, the and I, think, and I think the goal scoring opportunity ones get gets cleared up fairly quick between the yeah. ref and fire, and then they're looking at the tackle itself. The tackle. Is it reckless? Is it, off is, the is, it, is it reckless? No, I don't, I don't think it, it's a reckless tackle. I think it's a genuine no. attempt to get the ball. Um, yeah. He's not trying to tackle, he's trying to clear the ball and yeah. your man just gets it in front of him. Now we've seen them being given as well. I just think if that's a midfielder and a midfielder touches it away and he gets a tackle like that, it's never a red card. And I think Kanate was in control of the situation. So I can understand a lot of people thinking, oh, it should be a definite red, it should be a definite red. And this isn't red rose tinted glasses. I just agree with that. I, I think Kanate is there on the, on the cover and I think your man has an awful lot still to do if he gets mm. that ball. Yeah, but, but, but if he gets the ball, he's a goal-scoring opportunity because there's no one in goal. It's one defender between him and the goal. It's a genuine yeah, goal-scoring opportunity. A big, fast defender. Your man's blading still about... Does that have to be fucking fast? Down. All he has to do is kick it. That's all he has to do. He has to get to it as well because... The, hold on. If, 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 the, if the defender takes you down and you're going through on goal, it doesn't matter how quick the goalkeeper is. No, the fact but that it's only I, you and him I, between the goals. So are you saying if he hurdles if he hurdles Kelleher, he gets the touch and doesn't get taken down? If he hurdles Kelleher, yeah, I'm looking at there. If he if he doesn't get taken by Kelleher and gets anywhere near that ball, he's a goal scoring opportunity. Yeah, but I don't think he's getting near the ball. But he's only he's not going near the ball because, because he has to the ball him. literally rolls to Kanate. Yeah, I understand Kanate's that. There, so that's what I'm saying. It's it's Listen, a hard one. It's one that can go either way. I think it's, I think key. it's a red use. Don't fair enough. We move on. Um, yeah, I have the clip in front of me. People are asking. Know, I'm looking at it here in front of me. And I just, what do you think, Kev? Kev, what do you think? <laughs> I stick with what I said earlier on. The, I never thought the, um, the denying a goal scoring opportunity was going to be a red. Um, Kanati was there. I thought the tackle was touch and go. I thought he was reckless. I thought he was out of control. The only thing that saved him was he wasn't. It, there was no excessive force, and it caught him low on the ankle. If that had caught him a couple of inches higher, you're talking in the Harry Kane territory mm. on on Robbo, where yeah. Harry Kane should have saw red. Kelleher was very lucky because he's not normally rash. His judgment off the line is normally very very good. Mm. And that's this is the first time I'm I'm clutching a straws to think of other times where his judgment off the line was questioned. And maybe it's because he was inactive, he didn't have much to do in the game. He wanted to be involved, just over eager, whatever way you want to put it. But yeah. if it was red, wouldn't argue. If it was yellow as it was, not gonna put up much of an argument. It's I said it earlier, it was um an orange. If there was an orange card, and I'd stick by that, he was he. I'm, the only thing that I was happy about was about a quarter of an hour later, he came and cleared the ball off his line with his head out for a throw in, and I thought that was that's what I wanted to see because that's what you need in a in a in your keeper that you can have what happened, you can brush it to the side and focus on what's in front of you, and people can argue the toss over was it yellow was it red all they like I care about the second incident more than I care about what happened in the first the fact that he had the confidence to come again yeah. and do what needed to be done that, and Kane spoke well about happened. before the game too Kev uh, on, on UTV yeah he said he, oh, he, him, him, him and Martin O'Neill brought him into the Ireland camp and 
you just you knew but it wasn't so much what Kane was saying you just knew he kind of impressed Kane that he was always in grace his no attitude just turned up trying done his job done it well calm and presence and just I thought kind of I think it spoke a lot fucking boy what Kane kind of didn't say it was just more how he was saying um, that do you know what I mean? He was that he was impressed with him. So listen, I agree with you, Kev. Like you coming out, make a mistake like that, you, you, it's easy to go back into your shell and stay stuck to your line because you don't want to do it again. Yeah. But um, no, he was he was out. He was he was straight off again. So no, listen. Yeah, look, look. He could listen. Could have been a red, absolutely. But like, like we said, um, a you know what? Times already. Yeah, I listen. We'd have to agree to disagree. I'm actually I'm actually looking at it over and over again here. I think you're coming around, aren't you? No, I think the only thing that does for Kelleher maybe is the fact that the player doesn't touch the ball. I think if the player touches the ball and is under control of it, and Kelleher does that to him, it's a definite red. There's no doubt. That's probably the only thing that does for Kelleher, but I still think it's a red card because I still think he stopped the guy being in on goal, and that's just the way it is. Like I know it runs towards Kanati, I get that, but if he if he isn't clipped on the ankle there, there's every chance he gets to it, and. It's an absolute goal scoring opportunity. But listen, we better move on. We're an hour and ten. Yeah. That's my fault. I apologise. People are going mad. Going seriously. I haven't even spoke on. about a goal yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, um, yeah. if we don't talk about it enough, they tell us to keep fucking talking about it. So we can't yeah. win. Um, but let's get on to the goals. Um, Davo, I'll come back to you. I'll try to be nice to you now because you know, <laughs> yeah, you're good, yeah, yeah. you'd be calling me all the names under the sun now, right? Um, but. How fucking good is this fella ahead in the football? Because it's getting stupid how good he is. Uh, that's that that that's a fucking outrageous header today. Yeah. I actually think the, I actually think the cross is a little bit behind him, yeah. and he just arcs his, gets his neck back, arcs his neck, and to get the power into it, he must be. Is he is he sixteen? Is he fifteen, sixteen yards out? And he had to something, something like that. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's not yeah. close to goal and, anyway. Yeah, now uh, to get the, the power into that, to head it down, it's a, it's it's. Sounds stupid. I think the cross is slightly, ever so slightly behind it, but it's a good delivery. There's it good, is, there's, yeah. There's, there's decent pace on it. There's decent, but it's not fucking fizzed in, but there's decent pace on it. And it's an absolute unbelievable header. Unbelievable. I don't, I, it's, it's that good. I, like, I don't know whether that keeper today was there, first choice reserve. And like, I, I don't think there's many keepers getting to that at all. Uh, the header was that good. Don't He's literally that. standing on the penal spot when he hits it and he connects his yeah, he on the yeah, it's fifteen. Yeah, yeah. so well, twelve yeah, so, yards out. Isn't he? Twelve yards out. Yeah, so now, uh, brilliant header. Uh, he's absolutely out. He's absolutely outrageous because he can be a bit like his general play. Sometimes he can be a bit lax. He, he can yeah. lose the ball. His touch can be off. He, he's like that, but he's just just when he gets in on goal, that's why the 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 force and the first half was a surprise that he just uh, he missed that one. But now oh, that's an outrageous header. He's he's unbelievable in the air. Great header. Harry Devon, he says here, um, Jota's goals so far this season, I presume. Uh, six left foot, five right foot, five headers. So yeah. he's, 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 he's an outrageous player, isn't he? Yeah. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's dead away like, it's unreal. And, and it's the tight situation he's walking in. He just, like, you know, you see players that might be not as big as centre but they're taking run, a run at it and getting a, a leap or their movement is really good. They're getting in front of defenders and stuff like that. And I was saying to Kev earlier, he... He doesn't wait for balls to, you know, you see much bigger forwards and they're trying to, when the ball hits its highest, 
you know, they're trying to get up there and get it to get an advantage. He's he's just so confident in his movement and his leap and his t- the timing is what, what it is because he's yeah. timing it to perfection. If he's up a second later, someone's getting ahead on it. If he's up a second early, someone's getting ahead. It's just the timing is bang on where he's just... It's it's immaculate what he does, and I, I think you're right, Davo. I don't I don't know what keep you putting to save that because the the pace is good on the ball, but I think he adds a bit to it, and the direction is just phenomenal. Um, right in the corner, like it's very very hard to save. Um, Keith, um, two nil Minamino, and at this stage. Luis Diaz and Harvey Elliott have come on. The two brilliant receptions. Yeah. To see Harvey Elliott back, which we're going to talk to him in a few minutes, to see him back is brilliant. Luis Diaz comes on, short sleeve top, pair of gloves. Let's have it. And um, yeah. he doesn't give this one up. He wins the ball back and somehow keeps it in. Then there's a lovely bit of footwork and Jota should score. But it gets it gets to Minamino, who's literally on. He's, he's about to head off to be subbed. And bang, he makes it 2-0. And that's more or less game done. It is, yeah. I'd say if Luis Diaz had his life choices back again, he'd have put an under armour on him, yeah. um, under that jersey. Big term of vest. He, he, he made the call, fair play to him. Um, I thought he was lively when he comes on, Gav. I thought, you know, that little flash on that goal was exactly what you want to see out of a new, you know, a winger, an exciting attacking player because he's, he doesn't give it up. He's chasing it down. I'm looking at it here. The ball goes in. Um, I don't know who it is that slots it through to him. Simicas has gone up and uh, Bobby, I think, hits one in. And the fullback, Perry NG, is shepherding it out. He's not, he's, he's, I don't know what he's expecting to do because there's not enough on the ball for it to run out of play. So he's inviting trouble and Diaz is onto it like a light. Mm. And like that, the quick feet on the, on the, on the boy line there or the touch line, it's, it's very good. And he just hits it across. You're right, Jota should score, but it goes Jota gets the assist. That's mad, isn't it? I was yeah, going to say. Jota tries to hit it and miss, going to more or less misses it. But gets it's not a it. fucking assist. Yeah. But, yeah whatever. Um, but I'm delighted that Minamino scored because it's another goal for him. You know, and we, we, I don't think any of us here are going to try and say, look, Minamino's a force name on the team sheet or anything like that. But to have a player like him. Same amount of goals around as the Kaku this season. Yeah. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? In around the cup teams, the, the to rotate and to just bring in, he does a lot. Of, I thought he was very good today. To be honest, I thought he was considering the midfield by giving them nothing. I thought he was trying to go back and get involved. He was pressing. He was doing what we want out of him. And I was delighted that he got that goal. I think what's he got? Six goals or something this season, or eight goals? Hey, Someone will tell us. I don't know. I don't I know. Think he has seven, seven or eight. But I think he's probably one off Lukaku. We're on the same amount as yeah. Lukaku. Yeah, he's doing, you know, he's doing good, you know what I mean? Uh, Jono says there, Perry NG is a scouser. Yeah, born in Liverpool, that's right, but I think he's a Singapore international. Um, but yeah, it was excellent by, by Luis Diaz. And you look, that's what you want on, to see from your player on his debut. You want you want them to excite you and you want them to see them making things happen. And I think he done that. He, what I found interesting was he didn't stay with. He was very central. Now, he's only in the place of late wet day and I'm sure doesn't speak uh, any English or that. So it's probably a case of just go on there, run around and make a nuisance of yourself. But I thought he was picking up a lot of central areas. He was getting the ball in central areas, which would be interesting to see. You know, Klopp, when he signs a player, you 
Jen, like Harvey Elliott, we didn't sign a midfield player when we signed Harvey Elliott. He always looks to try and do something different with him. So it'll be interesting to see if he looks at putting him a bit more, not hugging the touchline apart, or he'd hug the touchline and cut in on his right and chill. He might move him in 10 yards inside and give defenders something else to think about. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see going forward. Yeah, look, and um, people are mentioning in the chat there. Red Steve said he thought Diaz was a disgrace, rolling about just rolling about just because he's got a hole in his knee. Nearly gave me a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, listen, I was watching it here, and my wife and daughter were sitting here, and I he went down, and I went, "You're fucking joking me." When he starts and, slapping the ground, yeah, and I yeah, slapping the ground, and and my daughter says to me, "What's wrong with you?" I said. We've literally signed him. <laughs> he literally arrived yesterday. He's on the ground. He could be out for months here. And she was like, no way. And then I, and then I turned to him, ah, oh, it's grand. He just stood on him. It's grand. And she was like, what? Yeah, the six stood? foot five yeah. guy yeah. just stood on him. And He's grand. she couldn't understand how I was so happy that Liverpool player had just been stood on rather than his, uh, his cruiser or something going. Yeah. But, um, no, that was it, the worry. it makes it 2 0 and it's brilliant. Kev, um, Harvey Elliot, you know, um, September the 12th is when he got injured because I got given out to in the chat earlier. I thought it was um, October. I honestly thought it was October. I thought it was October, but somebody gave out um, stink to me in the chat and said, you've said it numerous times, you thought it was October. Um, put this date down. It's September the 12th, so I've been rightly told off. I'm not having a good day here at all. Um, like, that was just come on and abuse me for no fucking reason. Um, but September the 12th is when he gets injured. Um, so you're, what are you looking at? October, November, December. Four, four months. Five months, yeah. um, mm. but Kev to see him back, um, to see him look so sharp when he come on and then to score, it was just perfection for him, wasn't it? He hasn't, he hasn't missed a beat, has he? He when he came on, it was give me the ball, have it back, I'll move, give it to me again, um, and and it was just like he'd never been away. He, I, I read some of his um his. He was interviewed after I read some of his quotes, and it was all along the lines of "You don't have a clue what this means to me," you know. And he is a proper fan, you know. First and foremost, he was he went to Fulham and came through the academy. Got he was only ever going to come to Liverpool if the opportunity came to him, and to to play the, to contribute the way he did today, he'd have been thinking about this for the last four months. You know, when I get back, this is my dream. You know, this is what I want to do on my comeback. Score a goal into the cop and wheel away and celebrate. You know, and it, he couldn't have scripted that any better because on the ball, he was brilliant. You know, he, he kept it simple when it needed to be simple. And when it needed to be intricate, he, he can do that too. I still think we need to find out about his, his defensive qualities and we'll find that out in time. But he's 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 a special talent he really is and he's one of the few english midfielders stroke forward attacking midfielder players that i've seen i'm just so so happy that we got him because if you went to go and buy him you would break your summer transfer budget to try to land this kid and what he could become but it's yeah, all his spots and maybes and what we he fulfills the potential that I think he has. In two years' time, you're going to be talking about Phil who? Yeah, because Foden is probably him and Foden for me are the heads, head and shoulders in the amazing. Premier League at their at their age range. Throw Bellingham in there as well, but at their age range, those three are head and shoulders above everything else. 
um, the video the video it. of his father apparently was amazing in the stands. I haven't seen that. Yeah. So, um, have you yeah, seen top reference yeah. in one of his interviews as well after the game that he's, he reckoned his father would have been up over the moon with it. Mm. You know, and Archie it's a lonely says, thing. It, it's a lonely thing, these things with players with injuries, and especially for it to happen to someone so young. Well, Archie Dillon says it in his breakout year. You know? Just seen Elliot said 147 days out that flew in. What a comeback. I'm going to give Keith and Davo a chance to talk about Harvey Elliott because I don't think he should pass without doing that. Um, we've about nine minutes left. Davo has to go to bed. He's up early in the morning. He robs Kathy <laughs> with the converters. Um, <laughs> but I want to give a shout out to, to Cardiff um, and the goal they get because I thought it was a really, really good goal. Yeah. Uh, Firmino gives it away, but it's a really good goal. It's a good ball into the forward and he doesn't mess about. It's a really good strike. And I didn't want to let the show go without mentioning that because, in fairness, when you see a good goal, you go, that's a good goal. And it was. Um, Davo, though, Luis Diaz comes on, does, does well. Harvey Elliott comes back and it's brilliant to see him coming back. And it was just nice for the both of them, wasn't it? Oh, it, was, it was great. Listen, it was it was great to see Diaz. I think it just it shows. Um, we know Klopp makes signings and it can take time for them to to gel and get the system and, and stuff like that. But I think it just shows Diaz is, is signed and he he'll be playing and like he'll be. Well, look, he'll be certainly in the round. That I'm not going to say he's going to. Sad, we won't see Sadio again, or he'll be coming off the bench or what. But Diaz is going to be playing. He's going to be involved. I actually struggled. I think. Keith mentioned it earlier that he, he played a bit more central. I was kind of struggling to see what position he was trying to take up when yeah. he came on. He was kind of everywhere. He was like he wasn't hanging out with. At times um, he was very touchliney, wasn't yeah, he? And yeah. then and other then, times, and then he, was then right times he was sent that forward. Yeah. yeah. And I thought he hurled a couple of heavy enough challenges that they put in them uh, early in the game as well. And he kept wanting the ball, so that was a great sign. And then yeah, listen, great to see Elliot. He's like Keith. Sorry, Kev already raved about how good he is. What a talent! And that finish, he could, he made that look easy. When it wasn't, he actually hits hits it behind the defender who's falling to take the keeper over because the keeper's no chance then because it's he's blind so it's because uh, the ball comes by the defender and he uh, he actually when you see it from kind of behind the goal or in front of the goal, sorry, the replay is he puts the ball in a very small window because he's hitting it uh, back behind the defender into the corner. It's an absolutely smashing finish, smashing finish and. I think Klopp's quotes on him, kind of post-match and some of the stuff Elliot said himself, he, he he had to cheer Klopp up two days after he came in, after the surgery, back mm. to to uh, Kirby and saying, look, cheer up, boss, like, we'll be back. And like, So I think Klopp has high, high, very high hopes that this fella could be one of the best in the world. I think, uh, and I think, like Kev said, it's great that we have him because... Imagine trying to buy him now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah it'd be ridiculous. Like, And, you know, to see him come back and to see... You, you couldn't have scripted it better, you know. And, mm. Like, I genuinely look for... I want him to play Thursday. And I want Diaz to play Thursday. I want him to <laughs> play. Cause, and that's what happens, isn't it? When, like we were saying earlier, yeah. the amount, like when, you, when you're literally only Divock Origi away from an absolute fully fit squad, you want them all to play. And you can't fit them all in. But it's a great problem to have, and um, just great, just I'm, great to see Thiago come on back as well. Yeah, today. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they all come back now. Listen, don't get me wrong. When the teams announce that fucking an hour before kickoff on Thursday, there will be people giving out about it because that's how we work. But um, <laughs> as a fan base, but just to have them all available, and you're literally going, how some of these won't even go on the bench on mm-hmm. Thursday? That's that's just amazing, yeah. Keith. Um, 
Dylan O'Rourke says, how professional is that? <coughs> post-match interview after five months off, and he's praising everyone, including Diaz. Um, he's just a special player. I just, I, every time I see him, he just impresses me more and more and more. And today, I said it to Kev earlier, Keith, it would have been easy for him to come on, try do things, difficult things all the time, try and shoot and try and Hollywood balls, try and flicks just to, you know, garner some attention because I'm back. But he didn't. He just went on and played like Harvey Elliott never went away and tops it with a goal. It was brilliant. It was a great performance. What I liked as well was he took a couple of whacks. Do you know what I mean? He got played and lumped a couple of times and he just got up and got on with it. When you're coming back from an ankle, a dislocated ankle, you know, you could be forgiven for thinking, no, no, you know, I'll just sort of sort of dance my way through this. I won't get too involved. But he doesn't. The goal, the goal is brilliant. You know, the technique to get that swivel and get it in, it's an excellent goal. And it's a special one for him. Look, we've spoke about him before. We think he's excellent, but his maturity, um, as he's get, as he's getting older, like he's 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 got he's old, more sensible, maybe beyond his years at the at the moment. Because you know, we we forget how young he is. As the lads have touched on, you know, if you've got Phil Foden, you've got Jude Bellingham, you've got all these young players, and and you'd love to have them, but we actually do have one. You know, we actually do have one, and. I think Klopp realizes that. I don't think a lot of fans would argue. Not like the conversation on Twitter with someone saying, "Oh, we never replaced Gene." And I'm like, "Well, Harvey Elliott's the Gene replacement. Oh, he's only a kid. He can't be the replacement as well." Jurgen Klopp thinks he is because he put him in the team, and he was keeping senior players out of that team at the start of the season until he got injured. I think you know because he's not a fancy signing. He was keeping the captain out, wasn't he? To be fair, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. And I genuinely believe. I genuinely believe for everyone fit, he's in the squad. He's in, in the, the team. first first eleven. In the yeah. team. Yeah, I think yeah. he's touching it definitely. I think what he gives on that right hand side, those little taking the ball in, he links up well with Trent and, and Ma when they were there, and he gives them little round the corner balls or his left foot. He'll open up teams. I think he's an absolutely cracking talent. I think he's he's outrageously good, and it's a sign of what Liverpool are trying to do. Kate Gordon is not at that level yet, but Kate Gordon is another player who we bring in at 16 who was playing in the championship for Derby. You know, Harvey Elliott was playing in the Fulham Force team at 16. Excuse me. We're looking at Fabio Carvalho at Fulham as well. We're looking at these players that are young, but that are ready. And we're seeing it now with Harvey Elliott. He is ready in that team. As in, as you've said there, Gav, if he's in the 11, you're not blinking. You're not, no, no, you're I not want him in the 11. Get him in there, do you know yeah, what because I mean? I think, I think he's absolutely tailor-made for that right-hand side number eight for what we're trying to do this season. Yeah. In in seasons gone by, where you went, uh, Fabinho, um, Henderson, Wijnaldum, where it's really functional and we look to yeah. do something from different areas, you go, I'm not sure because that's the way we, we play. But with the way we're trying to play, which is very obvious this season, that that man on the right-hand side is looking to be more creative, more advanced, looking to get involved further up the pitch in a, in a much heavier way. He's absolutely tailor-made for it. There's not a player at the club that's made for, in, for as yeah. much as him, in my opinion. Um, we better leg it. Uh, we've two minutes to go. Quickly, man of the match, Kev. I'm sticking with Jota. Okay. Uh, I thought his overall play was very good today. He could have had a hat-trick. Yeah. You know, uh, on another day, he has a hat-trick. I'm, I'm going to stick with him too. Keith? I'm giving it to Harvey Elliott. Fuck you, I don't care if he only came on. He got the goal, the comeback story. Harvey Elliott for me. Good stuff. Davo? Uh, I'd probably go something different. I thought, I thought Van Dijk was very understatedly good today. Yeah. I thought he snuffed out 
Kanate is cover yeah, for that so, tackle. Kanate. Uh, yeah, Kanate. Actually, no, I think I'll go Virgil. I'll go Van Dyke. Okay. Chris Brack mentions uh, the women's team beat Coventry 3-0 yeah. today. No, nine yeah. points clear or something, really. Nine yeah. points clear. Yeah. Absolutely Brilliant. flying. Chris will be back soon Brilliant. with a women's show. Right, so before we go, um, don't forget, if you're into that Bet Me um, thing and app, you can download it on um, Apple, on Android. It's UK-based only at the moment. If you're in Ireland, you can link up with something in the UK and they can help you out. Um, link in description for their website and also the sign-up. Don't forget to do that. Uh, Failacon. That's the charity. We're, we're on the road to 10K. We're just about to tip over the 2K mark, um, and we're only in the early February. So that's going really, really well. Our sponsorship for the golf day is more or less full. Um, our players are all lined up and ready to go. So it's all about donations now, okay? So, again, link in the description to their website to see exactly what they're about and the link to the donate page. As I said, if you don't want to put or you want to put Super Chats in here, refrain. That's a nice word, isn't it? This hour, refrain yeah. from doing so. Please go into the donate page instead and give it in there. It means a hell of a lot if you do that. Okay. And the last thing is, if you're a subscriber to this channel on the community tab on our YouTube, you can go in there and you can find the link to a new LFC Day Trippers Messenger um, service that's coming this Friday. Very simple. Click the link. You can you, you enter your email. They will send you the they will send you the link to get into the chat, which will launch on Friday. It's absolutely free. Okay, it's absolutely free. It's just a way of keeping all you people in the chat, you know, in touch with each other outside of these shows. We have done Discord. That remains there. People wanted it on an app on their phone in front of them. So this is what we're doing. All the details will be there if you enter. As I said, it's free. There is an option there to put to donate two ninety nine per month to us, but it's not going to us. What we're going to do is it will end up. This will end up costing us money to run. So we will put the. I suppose your two ninety nine towards the running costs and anything else after that will go to charity as well, right? So as I said, anything we get from Betme, anything we get off of this new um, messenger service will absolutely go to charity, not a penny to us. Um, so again, um, in the community tab, as a subscriber, you click on the link, it asks for your email, you can either go the free version or the 299 version, they're both exactly the same. It's just you donating 299 a month to the LFC Day Trippers. And we can put it towards the running cost of this messenger service and anything else that's left will go to charity. Um that's about it. Loads of links, loads of stuff in the description, but it's all there. So if you just read the description, I don't need to fucking say this stuff to be perfectly honest with you. Um that has been the Fatback 4. Loads of content coming during the week. Liverpool across play on Thursday. Um so we will have stuff in the run up to that. We'll let you know how it goes. We'll let you know tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock anyway. And I'll fill you all in. Kev, Keith, Davo, thanks a million for joining us. Everyone in the chat, you've been absolute stars. And we'll talk to you soon. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.